Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we yeah. both started at the same time. Yeah. We both wanted to be the first one on yeah. the new episode of the new season of yeah. Sacred Spaces. Yeah. And in uh, tradition, we are... <laughs> yeah, you hear that? <laughs> we are in the R-Pod. Yes. <laughs> um, so we figured... Uh, you know, we we are disconnected from the world right now. We have no cell service. None. And we thought, what a great time to just have some awesome conversations and record them. But it comes with a price. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For one, like, so, so we're going back to our roots a bit here. Right. Notice I said roots and not, not roots. roots. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody will know what that means. Yes. Okay. So anyway, we're going back to our roots in that. You we're, struggled to say it I right again. I did, totally did. Um, we're in the R-Pod. We're down to one microphone this time. We yeah. didn't bring both of our microphones. And there's ambient <laughs> noise all around us. We and even have uh, multiple windows closed, but we have to leave a few open because... It's it fucking is, hot today. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's so it's... Oh, this is going to expose us in a second. But... It's, it's not even 10 o'clock yet. It's like, you know, a quarter to 10. And it already is... A.M. A.M. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and But it's supposed to be like record heat today. So it's supposed to be like, a, I don't know, what, 102 or something yeah. like that. And already this morning, it's just fucking hot. Well, and we have A.C. in here, but... You we wouldn't can't hear us hear at all. <laughs> at all if we tried to record. So we're That's trying right. to get this in um, before it gets too hot to, to yeah. be able to do this yeah. but we have neighbors really close yeah we're in this we're in this i mean this nice little campground i mean it's right. nice but man there's like no space between us like okay so last weekend we yeah. were at kettle oh, falls no, the weekend before last oh yeah we were yeah. at kettle falls campground and we had like this what that's a jet flying overhead for crying out loud. It's a yeah, it's <laughs> we can't an escape entry. anything. <laughs> Our conversation better be really interesting. I know. Everybody tunes no, out no. everything. But anyway, we were at Kettle Falls Campground last time and we had like basically this it felt like we had the whole campground to ourselves practically because there was like nobody around us. We open up our window and we're looking out at the lake, you know. Yeah, it was, it was right out of our bed. This time we're a little closer to people. There's a little bit more noise. There's a little bit, you know, yeah. there's less we, privacy. <laughs> we came in last night and the sun was on, um, you know, was setting. It was getting ready to set and yeah. it was pretty intense and it was on one side of the R pod and we're like, okay, well, tomorrow it won't get, you know, it'll be on the other side. Yeah. We can sit here yes. at the table and da da da. Well, we happen to have an airstream <laughs> next to us that is like one big freaking mirror, and we have hung stuff off of the um, the canopy yes. to try and block because the, the focused rays of the sun were giving us a tan. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah, I think it's dangerous to uh, camp next to a yeah. airstream. So anyway, so yeah, new season. Yeah. New season, and yep. we, we took a break for a while. We'll get into that in a minute. But with a new season comes a new drink. Well, a, an, old, no, 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 no. an old drink with a twist. Well, okay, fine. But new drink because this, okay, so we're, this is, this is just a straight up gin and tonic. 
Yeah. This morning. So, thus, the old drink. Right. But there but, is no time when we're camping. So, you asked no, me, what do we no. want for our morning drink? And I'm like, does time really matter when you're camping? Right. Um, plus, we're recording an episode. We have to have a drink. Right. So, that's right. that's part of the prerequisite yeah. for us. Yeah. Uh, but this gin, it's first of all, it's not really even gin. So, this is a, a friend of mine. Tom gave me a what's called a bathtub gin recipe and it was it's like a prohibition era thing where they would like you know distill down the moonshine or whatever and then down to you know just like a tasteless liquid and then they would add juniper berries and all kinds of stuff to it to make it into a gin to give it some flavor and all that kind of stuff so I you know he gave me this recipe and he had a bunch of ingredients too so he shared those with me and this is my second batch of bathtub gin. This one is way better than the first one. Yeah, the first one. First one didn't turn out so good. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, here's cheers here's... to gin and tonic that's not really gin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> our I, plastic I've kinda, camping cups. That's right. But I kind of made it gin, right? So cheers yeah. to you. That's what we did. We just clinked our plastic cups. Yeah. But that turned out good. Yeah, this last one was actually really good. If you take yeah. all the savory spices out of it you had in the first one. Yeah, the first one called for like bay leaves and rosemary and all that kind of stuff. And it just, it I mean, to me, it tasted like like pasta sauce. <laughs> was, I mean, of course, they well, didn't have any tomatoes. Yeah. But, you know, like that kind of, you know, savory kind of flavors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so this one, I took all that shit out of there and went heavy on juniper and lavender and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. That yeah. is a lot of fun. So, so is it a vodka tonic or is it a gin? T gin well, tonic? but see, here's the thing. It's like vodka is kind of like a base for a lot of different things. We could, you could, uh, I could yeah. geek out on this a little bit because I've been like looking this stuff all up and it's very fascinating to me. But uh, I mean, we basically turned it into gin. Okay. So it's no longer vodka. It is now gin because of the botanicals. So it has a, it's a vodka based gin. Which is different from a true gin. Okay. Gin is grain installed or grain distilled. Vodka is, you know, other like potatoes or you know, whatever. So blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, know. is this is tasty. Yeah. That's the it point. Is, is that I like is. it a lot. It's kind of funny though, because all of the like the juniper berries in particular turn the gin like really yellow. So yeah, it looks like pee. It really totally does. It looks yeah. So it's kind of like it's a little off-putting that way, yeah. but it's uh, but it's tasty. But it's tasty, and it's kind of fun too that like that I made it. Yeah, I could tweak the recipe. I could you know do different yeah. things. See, this is what I think. I think that um, I'm very talkative today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're both a little pent up. Yeah, because we haven't so. had a conversation uh, for a while. I I think that if we ever like like do a Patreon. Well, page for sacred spaces, yeah. which we can talk about that for a second too, you know, because it's something that we've been talking about. But if we ever do something like that, like it could be one of the upper tiers is that we actually do the recipes for the drinks. Yeah. Because last episode, you just told the recipes. So we kind of didn't need a Patreon. So I really question this. We had somebody else uh, suggest to us that we throw a PayPal link into our, um, you know, our podcast right. uh, site and then. Um, it's kind of a bias a drink. 
and we'll, oh, make, a, we'll yeah. make a drink on you for uh, the, yeah. an episode. So we may do that. We may do that, um, yeah. There's also this uh, company, um, one of my friends uh, kind of tipped me off on somebody that they know, um, that does these, like a cocktail box and it comes with all the mixers that you need yeah. for a variety. Not the alcohol. Not the alcohol, but yeah. all the mixers for it. And so we may look into testing that out and, you know, just trying some fun stuff and yeah. uh, during, you know, this next season. So Yeah. But not you know, that we're really a drinking podcast. Aren't we? <laughs> I know. Are? I don't know. It's definitely a component here. of... How we start because again we started on vacation. We yeah. started the podcast on vacation, and so what you know were we, we were drinking on vacation. And we decided just to talk about it, and that became like yeah, this but it thing. It's require a vacation for us to drink. Well, no, because then the <laughs> then the podcast was like, oh, we should drink. We're making a podcast, <laughs> and then it was, oh, we should drink because we're, we're home. home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. But Swear to God, we're not fucking alcoholics we're just well you at know. least that we don't know but yeah <laughs> um but i you know i think about it if if somebody was going to come join us at a conversation at our kitchen table we would make them a drink yes so yeah, yeah it's kind of just part of it yeah so yeah. if you need to pause right now and go make yourself a drink oh you could totally do that as long as you're not driving <laughs> yeah. then you can join us for a drink on this podcast yeah see that would be a good thing you yeah. know pour yourself one and then just yeah sit it, and like a, a post it on our page and show us what you had to drink during yeah the yeah that'd be nice yeah we we really have been thinking about like a Patreon account or yeah. a PayPal link or something like that though. And, and because of this, because, you know, more and more people have been talking to us about how they're enjoying the conversations that we're having and the, and we really like, we're really enjoying the hell mm -hmm. out of it. And yeah. In fact, we started two more podcasts. Yes, we did. We started two <laughs> very different podcasts, very different, very yeah. different than this. But, um, but there's a part of this too. Like, like we're really, we're wanting to devote more time to, you mm -hmm. know, to build, kind of expand um, how we're doing the podcast, what we're doing with it. We've invested in more equipment, like more microphones and that kind of stuff, because we really enjoy it. We want something that is is pleasant to listen to, you know, that sounds, <laughs> this episode's a little step back, but we've, we've t said why, you know. Right. And then, uh, and, and that sort of thing. And just, again, devote time to, you know, more editing and, and, you know, things like that, you know, getting a little bit more steady with, with when episodes come out, you know, I think right now we're targeting about every two weeks on this. Is that what we decided? I can't remember. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Cause you've got a lot of editing between the yeah, other two podcasts yeah. too. So, but you yeah, know. we do have, in reality, we have four podcasts that, mm -hmm. you know, well, not we, but between us, there are four podcasts. Right. Um, this is just one of, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot more editing that's going. And so we just thought that, you know, we would just put that out there and, and, and see if, uh, if people wanted to be a part of that yeah. journey with us. And so, um, that's actually kind of a little teaser for everybody that, you know, that they can maybe start looking for that. But kind of the fun thing with like a Patreon account is that you have tiers to it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, somebody wanted to give a couple bucks a month, you know, then that would be like an, you know, maybe it's an, we, you know, give an early release to episodes and, you know, you get to listen to an episode, you know, three or four days early. people are you so know. excited to hear us um, talk. Well, it's just something, you know, for a couple <laughs> bucks a month. And then if it's more, you know, then we, you know, we do something like, you know, 
you can get the recipes, the drinks or something like that, or you can, you know, suggest drinks for us to try or, or something. And then like another tier where maybe we do like once a month or, you know, something like that, where we do like a, a you know, a live or, or something and, yeah. and you get to ask us questions and we get to like converse yeah. with you or, or something. Anyway. So there's, there's not saying that's what it will look like. I'm just saying yeah, that's, yeah. those are things you can do with Patreon that make it, that make it engaging and kind of fun for people to, you know, want to engage at a yeah. different level with us. But, well, it was interesting because we got together with, um, our friends, Erica and Joey, um, uh, last weekend, maybe yeah. socially distant, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but we, uh, it's been a while since we've been, you know, kind of face to face uh, with people and just sat and mm-hmm. had a drink and had a conversation. And we ended up off on these stories of our <laughs> life, your and my life, that were, I think Joey was sitting there with his like jaw drop, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And we, we walked away going, wow, we really have some crazy stories. Yeah. Um, all of Not which all of them we should tell share, on the podcast. Right, and um, we, could, we could get probably get in a lot of trouble with um, yeah. with people if we shared some of the stories we had. But we joked about, those are the stories we saved for the top tier of the Patreon. <laughs> right, right, right. you got to pay to get in on those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you might be the subject of a story, we may not let you be at that level. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, but there are other stories I was thinking of that I was like, we should tell some of those stories. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some, there's just some fun stories. Yeah. You know, the, the He-Man action figure story is a, is a fun yeah. story, I think. Um, yeah. And not too damaging for anybody. And, you know, and, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's just, you know, there's story. I have tons of stories about, you know, growing up with, you know, Uncle Joe. And well, Uncle Joe is what my, what, you know, Sydney, Sydney and yeah, what Sydney calls him. But he's basically a brother. I've never, I don't have a real brother, but he's basically a brother. But oh my God, we have so many stories. I know you we know? need to start talking. I'm like, God, you guys lived in some other universe. Um, I mean, you're just stories yeah, of just fun stories stuff and, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, but we are coming back because mm-hmm. we've been on a on a couple month break. Yeah. Yeah. But it was intentional. Um, yeah, we decided. Uh, if you saw our post on social media, that um, as black voices needed to be heard, um, we felt that ours did not, and so we we paused our conversations. Yeah, um, and felt like somebody else needed the microphone for a while. Um, now, in that time of not um, recording a conversation together. I, I think you and I are quite bottled up with some conversations to have. Yeah. Um, and some of it around those, the things that have been happening, happening in our American culture. Not that we don't talk outside of this podcast. No, 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 but, no, but, um, <laughs> but some conversations specifically yeah. in this medium. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot has happened since the last recording that we did. And um, so we thought we would use this particular episode to kind of do a little catch up as to um, where we're at. And um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, what's kind of interesting, though, is is really how that came about, I think, because we didn't just sit back and talk and say, you know what, let's take a break for Mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. Um, 
In fact, we sat down to record an episode. Yeah. It had been a little bit. We and, started recording. And we one. started recording. Like we, we have the audio of it. And it was, you know, start off the same way. We had the drinks. We're just kind of yeah. just chatting and, and whatever else. And we got to a certain point where I just kind of sat back and I looked at you and I was like, I'm just not feeling this. Like, yeah. it's just not, it doesn't, like, it just doesn't feel right right now. Right. And, and it was because we were, we were so like heavy with what's, what all was going on in the world. What all is going on. Right. I mean, there, there isn't, it has there isn't, nothing has changed. No, there is, there's been forward movement. There's, you know, but nothing has, nothing has changed really. And so, um, yeah, I think it was just that it was just one of those things where it just, it felt like it was right to just take a break. Right. And so we did. And we were okay with that. And so I think you even announced it. I mean, like yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of put it out there and said, hey, just so everybody knows, this is, you know, we're we're not quitting. We just <laughs> decided well, to, to take an I, intentional break. And I think that for you and I, we were intentionally looking um, to ourselves to recognize uh, where white privilege existed in our own lives right. and, uh, and to learn. We were taking um, a step back to interview people who have a different uh, perspective of life than we do. We were taking some time to really learn what was happening, um, and it just didn't seem like it was the same time to be talking. Yeah. Um, it was the time to listen. Um, I think we're in... I'll speak for myself, and I know I, I can recognize it in you too, but uh, I am in a learn, 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 learn stage yeah. of my life of what didn't I see before, what, you know, what can I see? It's that, that saying we hear all the time, once you see, you can't unsee, and so it's taking those layers um, away so that we can continue right. to see and continue to recognize where we need to grow in our life and... Um, so sometimes I think those types of transitions in your life mean it's time to time to spend more time listening. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what we're not saying by coming back is that mm. now mm. it's time for us to talk again. You know? We've learned everything now, so <laughs> right. we're going to start telling right. the world what we know. Right. Now. Um, no, 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 no. But I think that there has... There has uh, there's been a certain amount of forward momentum. There's been a certain amount of conversation that has been happening, mm -hmm. and what we are finding, you and I, is not so much that we have a whole lot to add to black voices, right? And right. so, um, but what we what we have to talk about is from our own perspective of what we have. Um, uh, what we have awakened to ourselves, um, what we have begun to see that is true of ourselves, mm -hmm. that we can then call in like our white brothers and sisters and, and be like, hey, it, here's what we have learned. 
and we would we would challenge you to consider if these things are true of yourself also. Yeah, and learn with us. Let's yeah. let's journey this together. Now, that doesn't mean this whole podcast will be on that one topic of white privilege. I think it will just come up because it is socially what is happening in our world right now. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, because again, this 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 podcast has a purpose. Mm-hmm. That purpose is you and I having conversation. Yeah. And it's just about, and it, because that's where it began. That's what, um, that I think is what, what people have, you know, what people have bought into and what they've responded to. Um, and we're going to keep going with that. And so we're, whatever is on our mind, that's what we're going to talk <laughs> about. Right. So it's not, it's not any one thing we have separately, you know, you have your connected podcast, which is mm-hmm. all about, um, exploring Stories connections women. with women, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have my lenses podcast, which is all about bringing in people that don't have the same lenses that I do. Um, marginalized group, you know, um, whether it's, you know, different sexual identity lenses, whatever else it is. And, and having conversations mostly to listen. I try, mm-hmm. I try to speak as little as possible. I, well, I shouldn't say. I try to add as little as possible to that conversation. And just really, just listen. This is a different format. This is, you know, where just again, whatever, whatever's on our mind. But, but this is this is the reason why we took the break. Yeah. Specifically, is because the world was fucking blowing up. Yeah. I mean, it was blowing up. God, Not only with, I mean, the, I think that you know, I'm I'm trying to remember the, you know, the last. Our pod episode that we did when we were actually out in the it, it was at home right and we we did the Corona sour drink or whatever you that know was a total that, that may not have been the last one but it was one of the last ones when yeah. the whole you know COVID thing was coming up and and coronavirus was becoming this and everybody was like wait what's going on and then all of a sudden the world just shuts down right yeah. I got laid off from my you got laid off from your job. Yeah. So many people got laid off from their jobs. We're all, you know, everybody's got under stay at home orders. There's, you know, um, and, and, and in that process, there was just tons of time for reflection and thinking and, you know, lots of conversations happening all around the world, you know, and then, you know, you have the, the death of George Floyd and the murder yeah, that, sorry. Floyd, yeah. George Floyd. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. The murder. And the the black community said enough is a fucking enough. Yeah. It's this it's too much. It's too much. And I think because of the state that we were in with COVID stay at home, people being laid off and all that that for the for the first time that i can remember they had large the they the black community had large scale community support from so mm-hmm. many white people um and I, you know i'm i'm going to say specifically white people because that's who i was watching mm-hmm. i don't know about other people of color i i I haven't, you know, I haven't paid attention to those statistics, so I'm not discounting them. I'm just saying I haven't paid attention to that. But, and I'm not saying wholesale support. 
no. Just, <laughs> just so much more. And so then the protests began and the protests were happening everywhere. everywhere. And all of a sudden people were like governments and, and city governments and were responding to it and, and saying, okay, yes, things, things do need to change. We do need to be looking at some of these. How we defund the uh, police budgets and reallocate. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if they, I don't know if they, if that's been embraced as a thought, I mean, uh, by, well, Washington's I think like, already moving in that direction. I think there's been like yeah. one one city that I've heard of that has started to to move in that direction. More so, just that reform needs to happen. There's, mm-hmm. it, I think there's there's been a a ton of of uh, local government structures that have said, yeah, reform needs to happen, and people mm-hmm. started taking a hard look at, you know, allocation of resources and and you know asking the questions about. You know, is this really working, or 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 whatever else? And um, and in that, there was just this ongoing support for it that that has still been, and it's it's died down a lot, but it's still been continuing today. There are still protests that are happening right now. I mean, Portland and Seattle are just two months later. Yeah. Is that right? I mean, is that how? I, I don't know. I'd have I, to... I feel like I'm in a bit of a time warp um, yeah, ever it, since time, we shut down. Yeah, time feels different right now. Yeah, but, but um, and there's a lot of people who are um, really advocating um, for these changes to happen, for this culture of America to change. At the same time, I think my mind is just getting blown. You say the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Like it I uh I think there's a part of you if you're really honest as a white American where you know that there's those there's those people that still exist that's that have this perspective on um like a white a pure white culture at some level. Yeah. But I think the ignorance that I've had has been that it's a very small amount of people and I think all of this between the anti-masking the um, uh, anti-Black Lives Matter the anti oh gosh there's just I think a list of them but in that that there is so much hate that has surfaced not just in one instance here and there but in protest in I'm claiming my ground to hate in fact, we were driving up here to yeah. camp, <laughs> and we're driving behind this pickup truck that has, you know, a American flag on one side waving a big full size American yeah, flag. Yeah, b- big flags. Yeah, and then on the other side, so at the at the driver's side and at the passenger side of this pickup, um, is a Confederate um, flag, and I'm just like, you know, that's just saying to the world what I hate, and. Yeah. Um, might as all, well be a Nazi it's flag all Neatly disguised yeah. in this thing of you know of they're standing for something you know yeah. we're we're standing for patriotism we're standing for our you know right to rebel you know that kind of thing but you know there is nobody out there right now there is no one out there that isn't supremely ignorant that doesn't understand that the Confederate flag is not about your right to rebel. 
It just yeah. it's just not. That may be a component of it, but it is it is absolutely unequivocally about racism mm -hmm. and and support of slavery for fuck's sake. I mean it's like you know There's no way around it anymore. No, you no, can't no, no. you can't disguise what that means anymore. The, because information is way too prevalent today for you to pretend like you don't know mm -hmm. the history of it. The Confederate flag only came around um, in the South in the Civil War with those who were fighting to hang on to slavery. That was it. And then guess what? As soon as the Civil War was done, the flag was retired because it didn't it didn't belong to anybody more. That that element had been defeated. That yeah. that group of people that rose up had been defeated. They don't get to fly their flag anymore. And so those who fly it ever since then, those who fly it now today, it's in memoriam of those who fought for slavery, those who fought for the right to be racist and to um, and to uh, deem black human beings as non-human. Mm -hmm. um, it is the equivalent of, um, of flashing, flying, uh, labeling anything with a swastika. The anti-Semitism that's in there, the pro-white that exists is. in there is the same um, hate that exists in the Confederate flag. And I think that, that that piece that we have been released somehow in America to be proud of our hate um, is just blowing my mind. Like, you really want to identify with this. You really want that to be the flag you wave is that I hate. And so, again, what do we hear um, from that community is that, you know, I refuse to be ashamed to be white. You know, I'm proud to be white. You can be proud to be black. I can be proud that I'm white. Yeah, except we're not talking about the same thing. No. We're not talking about you being um, proud of your heritage. We're not talking about, we're talking about you being proud of the color of your skin that has, that has lived in a dominant way um, for, since the, since the formation of our country mm -hmm. and has, and has contributed and has used that dominance to build the country that we have. I mean, there's, again, you, now, I, part of what I've been awakened to in all of this is just the gaping holes in our, in our taught histories. Yeah, um, right. Just gaping holes in it. So I think there's a certain amount of room where grace can be given. A, a certain small, please don't misunderstand me, small amount of room that can be given for a certain group of people um, that, because, because the history lessons that we've been given only talk about the good that we've done, only talk about the major accomplishments that we've had, gloss over, and they mention that there was slavery that existed, but we dealt with that kind of thing. They don't talk about the the deep injustices that were perpetrated um, by our ancestors, by our white ancestors, once they landed on these shores in order to further our white 
mm-hmm. colonial agendas. Um, and they don't they don't talk about, at least they didn't in mine. I will only reflect to my history learning as a child. Although Sydney, our nineteen year old daughter, has also said that something similar, that we did not hear about the black patriots in America, the black martyrs, the um, other than maybe Rosa Parks. I think we got that in our history books. But yeah, Rosa Parks, Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. I mean, you you know. But it it was highlighted on these particular moments in history rather than the years and years and years and and uh, communities of black people who were making changes with their lives at stake on a regular basis still happening today <laughs> they're still at risk today for making their voices heard and to making change at yes. the, for equality and um, so the fact that our history books have left us absent of um, an entire um, movement in our American history and an entire culture. Um, and I would say that that is not just the black community. Um, I grew up in Arizona where we had um, uh, multiple Indian reservations around the right. area. Right. And we were given a certain script as to why there were reservations and why there was the city of Phoenix, right? right? And so I just think what we're learning, once your eyes become open and you see something, you can't unsee it anymore. We become responsible now for what we've seen. Um, I'm wanting to keep untangling that. We've watched multiple documentaries. We have a pile of books that we're, we're just, it's going to take us a long time to get through. We're playing a lot of catch up. Um, but I don't ever not want to be in this state of learning. Right. Um, I do think one of the arguments that I have struggled with so much, you and I have had some contentious posts, um, on Facebook or interactions on, um, Facebook. Um, have we, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you talk to, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I, have we had any controversy? Have we... <laughs> I, I, Have we not, ever had anybody not like case, something we said? Not, we're not controversial. It's the other people that are controversial. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. Right. No, I, I don't think we would truly be us if we weren't, uh, you know, having something controversial. If we weren't poking I, bears and yeah, swatting at you know, these nests. And, that's just yeah. what we do. And you know what? For <laughs> In the beginning of this, I think this is true to who we are or our self-discovery in this time was that we, you and I, really had to come to grips with this part of us, one that drew us together from the very beginning, and we had to recognize that as a component of our relationship. But what makes us who we are and what causes us to make the decisions that we do, including things like podcasting, um, and where our heart lands is that we have this core value for both of us called justice. Yeah. And it truly does uh, guide our entire life. Every Everything that we have been a part of, everything that we have um, interacted with, uh, comes from this root of justice. And we've had periods in our life where it's, uh, less controversial <laughs> to act in justice. Um, but 
now is not one of those times. And I think it, uh, we are in an environment where that has uh, risen greatly in us to the point where we are, at, we are looking for what ways do we contribute um, to justice. Um, and I think one of the things we recognized in this time was that uh, silence or peace for the sake of peace it does not equal justice. No. And when when we decide to make a post or make a comment, it comes from the core value of justice. Right. Um, so our podcasts, all of them, come from the core value of justice. So when I look at the things that have been controversial, um, I think it it stems at that at that point um, of what, of what we feel is the highest value to us. We could be argued that, well, shouldn't your highest value be love? Shouldn't it be peace? But I also don't think that those things happen without justice. Um, So we have an um, inequality in America that is blaring us in the face and we simply love, and I don't mean to delude what love means, or we simply seek peace, we don't necessarily um, accomplish justice. So at times we are going, as Americans in this culture right now, we are going to have to rock the boat if we want peace and we want love to exist in our communities. We have to get back to um, justice for all. I, I I think that they're inseparable. Oh, I do too. That I mean you can't you can't truly love and not desire justice, you know? Um, because if you claim to love someone but allow injustice to continue when you when you have the ability to address it, how is that loving them? And you know that one of the one of the mantras of the, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, in in all the protests that you know that have been happening, is this chant of "No justice, no peace," mm-hmm. which is when you just think about it, it's like yeah, you you cannot be at peace when the injustice is oh, rampant. Yeah. And so if, if you, if you truly desire for there to be peace, then, then there must be justice or else it's just, it's false peace. It's just ignorance. And so if you, or it's a choice to, um, it's a choice for white privilege. It's a absolutely, it's a, it's a choice of privilege period Period, that white people hold in an, in unjust proportions. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so the, the privilege of claiming peace when there is injustice in our neighborhood to say that it is, is to remove yourself from that picture and to alienate yourself from those who, um, where, the, whom the injustice is being perpetrated against. It's cognitive um, dissonance. It is, it's cognitive dissonance. It's a, it's a false peace. It's believing something exists that doesn't exist. Now, 
does that mean we all have to be truth and justice warriors? <laughs> no, I mean, again, we know we're different. We know yeah, we're... We're weird. Yeah. We're, we're, we have other things that, you know, that, that drive us. We get it. Um, but no, but I believe that, that literally everyone has a role to pay, role play. to pay, role to play <laughs> in, uh, in the pursuit of justice. And because justice, you know, we, we have this image in our mind of, you know, in the court systems, you have lady justice who is blind, right? Um, masked scales in one hand, sword in another. Of course, she's very, very white. But uh, we'll step aside from that well, for a so second. Well, there's so many stereotypes in that <laughs> statue right now, but yeah. Um, but the, the scales, what do the scales represent? Is that if, this, if the scales are imbalanced, then they're not equal. That's, that's injustice. Mm -hmm. And so only when the scales are balanced is there equality, is there justice. Right. And... And so to, to follow that forward, if there is currently injustice, the scales are imbalanced, which side of that injustice are you on? Yeah. Or is your side, uh, you know, and I, you know, you could say, you could, you could look at it either way, but are you benefiting from the injustice or are you a victim of the injustice? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm hmm if there's going to be any balance, if there's going to be equality that happens, if there's going to be justice that happens, then there has to be movement in the scale. And you can't just raise one end of the scale up. Right. One end has to come up and one end has to go down. Yeah. So one must be given to and one must be taken away. Right? Yeah. And so when you and I have have like embraced this in our, th in our thinking. We're working out what it looks like in practical ways, but we have, we have embraced it in our thinking that we know that there are, that there are systems, that there are uh, privileges, that there are rewards that we partake in be simply because we're white. Right. Um, and we have benefited from those things. Um, now, have we benefited in the same ways that other people have? No, that's not the fucking point. I, I'm so tired of hearing that. I'm so tired of hearing white people say, well, I've had bad things happen to me too. Fine. We're not talking about your one personal experience. We are talking about people groups. We are talking about people groups, those who are white and we are talking about people groups of those who are people of color and then further black populations, um, Latinx uh, populations, uh, Asian populations, on and on and on, right? Um, every, every, when we look at people groups as a whole and not just at individual circumstances, there are large scale injustices that that white people in America have benefited from as a whole. Right. That people of color have been victims of as a whole. And, and if you can't see that as a white person, 
then you are intentionally ignorant. Intentionally I know, choosing I, not to see it. I know that's a big statement, but you are you are choosing intentional, and I'm going to say too, selfish ignorance. And I think that comes from a place that goes all the way back to our founding nature as a country. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you remember, you know, the the flag, the don't tread on me flag, right? Mm-hmm. With the snake and, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. That has been kind of at the core of our bones of a nation is that you can't take my rights. Yeah. You can't affect my rights. And we and that has grown what what once was I think started with a with a probably a good intent to separate ourselves from you know uh, tyrannical yeah. yeah tyrannical rule of of England right what has what has started from a, a good space of saying or that we think it is I mean this is what we were talking yeah, yeah, yeah. so anyway I mean, I'm not, I'm yeah. not di- of course I'm not <laughs> diving too deep in that but what that has grown into is that has grown into I am an individual apart from everyone else. And so I say what's right for me. I say what's okay for me. And my experiences are the only experiences that matter to me. It is fucking ignorant. Yeah. And and if if you cannot, if you cannot address that ignorance intentionally as a white person today, you will be swept up in that wave of injustice that continues. And at some point in time, I do believe this because I believe this is how the universe works, will be set right at some point in time and you will suffer great loss when that righting of the injustice happens, when the balancing of the scale happens. The alternative is to open our minds to be willing to say, maybe I don't have all the information. Maybe my perspective is not the only one that matters. And listen to other people, engage in their stories. You and I, Jess, in our other podcast, we'll give people opportunity for that, Mm -hmm. right? There are lots of different ways to engage other people's stories, right? To do that and to intentionally and willfully seek justice to say i'm willing to be open to other perspectives i'm willing to be open that i may have been wrong i'm willing to be open to the fact that others may have suffered maybe not particularly because of something that i specifically have done but but systems that i have benefited from simply because of the color of my skin that it that it does actually exist and and that I will I will be a part of uh, of addressing those things in my own life, in order that justice may be in my midst, mm-hmm. that I may be a proponent of justice in my midst. If if you are a white person who can embrace that mentality, then I believe we will not be crushed in the righting of the wrongs mm-hmm. of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, in the balancing of the scales, that, that because I, I do believe the universe moves towards justice, yeah. the universe moves towards love, the universe moves towards peace, and all things balance out at some point in time, we can avoid being crushed by that by participating 
in that nature. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and we will give things up, but we will give them up intentionally as opposed to having them in the famous words, you can have my gun when you pry it from my cold, dead fingers, right? I can't tell you how many times I heard that in my life. Um, but you can have my rights when you pry them from my gold, my cold, dead, my gold, dead, <laughs> my cold, dead fingers, right? Um, we, they, we won't have our, we won't, we won't have things stripped from us so much as we will intentionally give them up in pursuit of justice. Right. And then it's a good thing. Right. Then we reap the benefit of that. Yeah. It, it, it makes me think, um, you know, we feel like we have a lot of these. That was dis- long, by yeah. the way. Man, I just went but off it, on a yeah. fucking rant Well, right and there. you just gave me time to just like stuff a whole lot of stuff in my head that I'm ready to say now. So it's my turn to <laughs> shut up. No, 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 I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to drink the rest of my drink. So you're, you you no, go, see, baby. I'm losing my train of I'm thought so here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, But it makes me think, you know, uh, we feel like we have three big issues on the table right now. We have the pandemic, all kinds of stuff wrapped up in that. We have Black Lives Matter, all kinds of things wrapped up in that. Um, And I actually think this is a separate but connected um, thing that we have, which is masks. And we... uh, Again, my rights. Right, my rights, right? So... This is what comes to mind for me as I hear you talk, is that when I look at that, that image of the scales, you have to, one has to have something taken off of it to allow the other one to rise yes. up, right? Yes. So we know that to be power, right? You take a little bit of power away from the scale that is elevated, and you allow that, that power to become translated to equality, and you place it on the other scale, they start to get closer to that even point, right? Yes. So just just metrics, right? Yeah. So when I think about what's going on with all of these topics, let's just take anti-masking, for instance. When I say that my right to not wear a mask is justice for me, but it hurts my neighbor when I do that, that isn't a right, that's a power. Oh, boom. Yeah. So you you have said, I'm going to hold on this power so my side of the scale stays up. Because if or I... Or vice versa, but in the realm of scales, yes. yes. Right. But but when, when, I, when I hold on to my right and it hurts, it, it, it keeps a right from another human being or it hurts directly... It maintains relates, imbalance. It maintains imbalance. So if we cannot start to think as a community and we can't uh, give up our right for the sake of those scales to balance so that all of us have a chance at life, all of us have a chance to survive this pandemic, all of us have a chance to... The same chance. The same chance to not go to prison unwarranted, then we are holding on to power. We're not holding on to rights. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, yes, that's it. It took me a lot less time to say that than what you said. It did, yeah. (laughs) But mine was way more ranty, and that's entertaining. Well, and because you went on your rant, I came up with this thing in my head where, like, a picture just just hit me that this isn't just about, you know, somebody telling me I can or can't put something on my face, for crying out loud. 
it really is about power. Yeah. And at some point, we will have to wrestle with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm afraid what we see is that when people hold on to power, um, for quite some time, the ones who actually pay the price are the ones on the lower end of that scale. And that, that means that injustice just went to a deeper level of injustice. When someone else pays the price for your power, they are vic- they are your victims victim. at that point. Yeah. You are a perpetrator of injustice at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm afraid America can't think in realms of community. We we really don't understand that concept in the way that other cultures do. That I will give up something of me so that you can have the same right. as me. You know, so that we can have together we flourish more no, together than we do because separately. that's socialism and socialism Ugh. and that's evil or you know forget about socialism forget about the terminology that the terminology has been used for as propaganda for so long on all sides i'm not talking about on 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 just one particular side on all sides you mm-hmm. know um th- forget about those terms for just forget about it for a second let's just look at what it let, let's just look at what actually needs to happen and let it be what it is without having to assign a name to it you know because as soon as we say that if if everyone is going to um if as soon as we say that in order for those scales to be balanced then i must give up something for someone else to have equality and that will balance the scales, right? I have to give something up for that. Well, then then somebody immediately jumps to socialism and shuts the whole fucking thing down because socialism right. is bad. Okay, but what was bad with what I just said? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if that is what, if, if just what you just said, if holding on to power perpetrates in willful injustice against another, then I must release that power if there is going to be equality, if there's going to be peace, if there's mm-hmm. going to be justice. What is wrong with that statement in and of itself? Well, the only thing somebody can say is that, well, I don't really hold power. And then we can say, okay, let's explore that a little bit. We can, And then we can go and have that conversation. Right. But as soon as somebody says that, no, that can't happen because of socialism. Then you can, then then it just shuts the whole fucking argument down without ever talking about the validity of that statement in and of itself, mm-hmm. and that's why I just I, I mean, I'm the one that brought up socialism. Yeah, I, I was going to say you're like arguing, <laughs> arguing against like, yourself because you used a word. But I'm you, but I I'm doing it intentionally because that's what happens. That's what happens in white community, is that is that we pull out words like that in order to shut something down that actually has value that actually is valid and it it shuts us down from even even considering it even considering it on its merit alone because we can attach a name to it that's evil and wrong right um and and that has to fucking stop that just that has to stop we have to be able to have open thorough conversations and just and, and just allow the merits of the conversation to stand on its own without mm-hmm. attaching these things to it. And then if you want to talk about, okay, but if you follow that thought all the way through, 
here are some of the negative repercussions that come out of that. Well, then by all means, let's have that yeah. conversation. But don't just invoke a principle of socialism or a principle of communism or a principle of Marxism or whatever else just to fucking shut down what is actually a valid conversation. Yeah. Um, I saw this great meme and I, I've been using it regularly and talking to people. Um, but uh, <laughs> it just said, you know, the mind and parachutes are, are very much the same. They only work when they're open. Mm -hmm. and, and when you just think about that for a moment and you think about, okay, uh, when we close our minds down because scary terms, we close our minds down because I might have to give something up. When we close our minds down because my rights might be affected. We close our minds down because, um, well, I didn't experience that. We're like a parachute that doesn't open. Mm -hmm. You will eventually be crushed in mm -hmm. that. That's the, I, I, I just truly believe that is the law of the universe. Yeah. You, because the universe, the universe has a, a bend in the arc towards justice. It has a bit all, all like you just look through history, all things work themselves out towards justice at some point in time. They all all evil regimes way, way, way back in history, right? Ultimately came to their ends, had their comeuppance, you know? Those that, that continue today, it, it's just a matter of time. Now we can be a part of that or we can be swept up and be and and be crushed in that when it happens but the moral arc of the universe has infinite power behind it to move towards justice we can we can we can be a part of moving that scale along more quickly mm -hmm. certainly by participating it doesn't mean we should just sit back and wait for it to happen but it really is just like in like in a surfing context, you know, because <laughs> I, I spent I spent some time poorly surfing. But in a surfing context, you either you either start paddling with the wave to get on top of it, to use the momentum of that wave, you know, to to go with it or you get boiled and rolled in it and and just bounced across the box or the rocks on the bottom of the ocean which happened to me before, you know? There's lots of blood, pain that comes with that. It's the same kind of thing. The moral arc of the universe is like a wave. Mm -hmm. And we can we can swim with it and we can ride it. We can we can be a part of something wonderful and brilliant and good that's happening or we can be rolled by it on on the bottom of the ocean against the rocks mm -hmm. at some point in time. But believe me, it will happen. Yeah. I just I just believe that with every thing in me um, yeah I, th I think uh, to kind of wrap this up because there's a lot of topics within this um, conversation of justice that could be had I mean things of yeah you know should there be billionaires um, <laughs> yeah I know like there are so no, many unless I get to be one uh, right um, <laughs> and then you'll give it away and you won't be a billionaire anymore right okay, okay. Um, no but <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, to kind of wrap this up 
those who are afraid of balancing the scales. They are afraid of not losing just one thing. They are afraid of losing all the things. Of everything. Right. Right. And one thing that I have noticed in you in the last couple of months, as you've been doing your Lenses podcast and listening to stories of people who have a different uh, lens in life than you, um, looking at you, uh, learning all of these things, being open to uh, what don't I know, what don't I get, um, what do I need to be aware of. As you, uh, watching you unravel that in your life has not just been about a Black Lives Matter um, issue. Um, It has not just been about that one conversation of justice. It has infiltrated itself into every area of your life. It's about everything. Um, You would claim to be a feminist. You would claim to be anti-racist, not just not racist, anti-racist. There are a lot of things that have... um, this issue, this issue of justice in your life over the last few months has resulted in eyes being open to all the things. Right. And I've seen you be willing to give up all the things so that Ursula, Pam, Sam can have the same access to life mm. and liberty and happiness and freedom that you have. And I know, having watched you through this process, that you would not see yourself free until you see them free. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I guess what yeah. I'm saying is, is that it's not, it's never just about one thing. It's, it's about the whole thing. And, and when, when Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself, he didn't say in these top three areas. It just right. love your neighbor as yourself. So if you're not able to love your neighbor, you might not actually be loving yourself either. Like these things are the scales. These are the balancing of life and humanity. And to become more just to become in the movement of equality is to become more human and that's what I see you doing well um, you don't to know what to up. say now to wrap up <laughs> we'll wrap up here um, but I do I just in, in with what you're saying it has been a very intentional process for me oh, but yeah. it's been a very intentional process for you too I can say the same mm-hmm. thing of you um but I say to people on a regular basis, be careful what you see. Because um, once, once you see, you can't unsee. Mm-hmm. And then, then enters responsibility. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of becoming responsible for something that will cost them. It's, and o- it's okay to be wrong. It's yeah. okay to have been wrong all along. Right. We can be on the right side now there you get the last word good job (laughs) um this has been fun it's been good and i i know it's been very ranty um on my part but you know ah we have a lot pent up yeah yeah we'll have yeah well 
this could okay, branch we'll into a lot other of other conversations yeah. as well. But I'm just uh, I'm I'm excited to be sharing some conversations with with those who listen again. Yeah. So okay. anyway, thank you. Till next time. <laughs>